What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Double Coverage. We hope you're still living, loving, and breathing sport. I'm Dom with the great man Sauce, and we're back at it. Back at Jam it, Doma. Go jam. Back for another episode. Number yeah, 66 on the card. Oh, this is my real team now. You've got that hat on. This is my real team. Cowboys, they've been winning. Fuck the Dolphins. I said to, He's gone out I on said, loan. He's gone out on loan to the Cowboys. Jerry man, Jones said, gave him a call. He said, don't worry, just come and come and join us. Don't worry, don't worry, man. I'll be going on loan out of the Cowboys very soon as well, man. It's all <laughs> fool's gold down there as well. Fucking Jerry Jones and Jerry's world. We go. Well, my boy's got man. the dub. First dub of the season. First dub of the season over the Dolphins. Hey, I'll take it. You Jay, suck, Jay was going to do a solid. Jay was in one of our chats. He, he offered up to send a tour. Tugavailoa, and I did say to him as a bit of a joke, I was just like, I don't collect backup quarterbacks. <laughs> he hasn't been playing, though. He is injured. That's a bit harsh, but he'll be gone next season. Anyway, besides the point, he'll be backing up somewhere. All right, we've got a bit on. AFL's done. I know we've got a trade period, but we might cover that um, next week. We'll probably cover that at some point when it's all said and done and, and yeah. go through it rather than just covering down. it week by week, do a rundown or something. But we've got EPL. We have results over the week. Uh, Champions League as well. Uh, F1 race upcoming. A little bit on NBA. We're not going to stay on it too long because you know how we feel about preseason. And we can talk about the bloke down in Brooklyn and Jordan Poole dominating and all that crap. And it's going to mean absolutely nothing. Like maybe it is now if you buy their cards. Uh, then we've got UFC, NFL, Le Mans of the week. And then we're into hobby talk. And then a saucy smoky at the end if there is one. Got some interesting stuff in Hobby Talk as well. We, uh, One of our good friends, our good friends, mate, uh, they tweeted some stuff out and we're going to bring it up and talk about it. So it's good. It's good. Bit like of fanatic it. stuff that like no it. one really reported shit. So I thought, oh, Sauce and I, we, we missed the boat on that fanatics, on the fanatics announcement by Mike Rubin, but seems like we missed nothing. No one gave any opinion on it. So Adam, what's happening? Good to have you in, as usual. All right, so we're going to start with the APL. Let's go. Let's smash out the sport content and then get into some hobby talk. Started Saturday. I'm not even going to bother keeping my, our game to the end. I'm not even going to try and get some clickbait out of this either. I don't care about United anymore. They are shit. Uh, I said it last week. I said my piece. And if you still haven't woken up, then... Like I said, I can't save you, mate. I can't cleanse you. I can't save you. I'm not Jesus, unfortunately, for yourselves. You're just idiots and blind. Uh, so United won one against Everton. <laughs> Arsenal drew nil all. It's gone hard. Every week. Yeah, I want United fans to turn on me. That's what I want. Uh, Wolves 2-1 against Newcastle. Leeds 1-0 against Watford. Chelsea beat Southampton 3-1, which Saucy called on the stream as well. We said to be 3-1. Burnley, nil all with Norwich, Liverpool and City, which was probably game of the round, 2-2. Brentford beat West Ham 2-1. Brentford's doing not too bad. That was a cracking game, Dom. I watched that game, the Liverpool versus uh, Man City game. Absolute cracker. We'll get into that. Real good game. Spurs 2-1 over Aston Villa and Palace and and Leicester drew 2-2. Let's get into that quickly. Mo Salah, like... You know he's he's one of my favourites as well as a United fan. I've got I've got his card. I've I've shown it out on Crunch Time a few times and said a few things to Anth pre-show, which I won't repeat as a United fan. Um, not putting it out into the public realms, but mate, 
he's a gun. And you've got a you've how... got a bit you've got a bit of a man crush on Mo Salah, mate. You oh, you think he's an absolute freak. You think he's a thing in, for Egyptians. He, uh, Egyptian, <laughs> <king>. <laughs> Egyptian kings, there you go. No, but he's actually dominating. He's absolutely dominating. Uh the lads brought him up on Soccer Card Collective uh on Monday night and, and talked about you know his cards and, and what their relevance and, and his sticker or his rookie sticker and he in his Basel jersey. Uh and, and it's prices compared to like some of the young guys going now and you see him, he's what 31 years old, still tearing it up uh, and, you know, not slowing down. Like he's probably still got, you know, this season, who knows another two, two seasons. I mean, it doesn't look like he's lost a, uh, one bit of speed. Uh, no, you know, he's, so, he's touches. He's just class. You know, when there's yeah. someone that's world-class, that's, that's world-class yeah, right there. Yeah, that's look, all a lot mean, of people saying stuff. Like if Ronaldo and Messi kicked that goal, they'd be the talk of the town. I completely agree. Your thoughts on that? I agree on that. Yeah, no, it was a brilliant goal. I mean, the way he took it on his opposite foot and and bang, uh, smashed it into the to the corner. I, I watched this game. Uh, I was watching it live. So yeah, look, it, it was unbelievable performance. Uh, up and down game. One of the best games of of the Premier League season thus far, uh, hands down for sure. Um, look, good contest. Uh, what can I say? I mean, it was probably deserved result two two. Um, the goal by De Bruyne, the play to, to set that up, uh, the equaliser was uh, really good. But that second half was one of the best second halves I've ever seen uh, of football. Four goals in it. It was unbelievable. Uh, that's what I mean. It was just so entertaining. But, um, yeah, other than that, uh, not not too much uh, to read home about. Uh, you mentioned it. My boys, nil all against Brighton. I said it. You know, this is a typical game that we won't get the result that we we need or we should be getting over these types of clubs. I mean, when uh, you probably go uh, see how much Arsenal spent in the transfer window and see what Brighton spent, you you expect to get these results, get the three points, but we just don't. So look, that's, that's where we're at as a football club. That's, that's pretty much it. So yeah. Uh, just a few people, Boz, how you going? Global. Uh, my name, Shefty. Shevsky says, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh cards worth anything? Will my gold card sell for anything? Let's put this. I'll just give you a quick one on that. Uh, we keep saying it's worth something, but, you know, and it's going to be worth something. But the fact Good that Metazoo has overtaken Yu-Gi-Oh is a fucking disgrace, if you ask me. Uh, Joel says, hey, guys, happy Wednesday, a.k.a. double coverage day. I like that. You know, we could get a public holiday every Wednesday, a four-day week. <laughs> that would be unreal. Everyone stops on a Wednesday to watch the show. Fuck, yeah, we can't complain. He said, PS, go evident. Thanks, Joel. Appreciate it. Love you too. Um, Saucy just put 130 point in there for you. My name's Shevsky. Go to the eBay sale, search it up, have a look. Uh, they are worth something, especially if you've got some first edition stuff. Uh, they are worth something. Uh, they will Or the hollows from their current sets, you know, the, the super rares right. or whatever they're called. Yeah, they'll go. I don't, on know, I don't really know what they are we in hope. terms of current Yu Gi Oh sets. Who knows anymore? Who knows anymore in this hobby? All right, let's move on to the schedule. Obviously, there's a break this week for international. So, next weekend, we have Watford versus Liverpool, Villa versus Wolves, Leicester versus United, City versus Burnley, Norwich versus Brighton, Southampton versus Leeds, Brentford versus Chelsea, which will actually be a, a good game. I'm banking on that to be a pretty decent game. Everton versus West Ham, Newcastle versus Spurs. And 
Arsenal versus Crystal Palace. It's another tough one for you. Um, no, another every game's going to be tough for Arsenal this season. It's at home though, so you probably put out another one of those displays. I think you put those displays out the way you did against Tottenham at the Emirates because you scared your fans were going to bloody uh, lynch mob you on the field, mate. So you get a bit scared <laughs> when there's <laughs> tens of thousands of people in the stadium. I will too. Um, over to the table. Good, they should. Yeah, 100%. Over to the table. Chelsea on top by a point on 16. Liverpool outright second on 15. Then we've got City, United, Everton, Brighton, uh, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. Brentford, Tottenham, seventh and eighth. West Ham is ninth. Villa and Arsenal, 10th and 11th. Wolves, uh, 12th. Leicester, 13th. Palace and Watford, 14th and 15th. And then Leeds, 16th, Southampton, 17th. And then in the relegation, we've got Burnley, Newcastle, and Norwich, who are stinking it up. We also had some Champions League games during the week. We covered match day one last week. Uh, now I've got to find it. I don't know why it's done this. Uh, maybe we didn't cover match day one. We had Shakhtar Donetsk and Inter Milan nil all. Ajax beat Besiktas 2-0. Sheriff defeated Madrid 2-1. Atletico defeated Milan 2-1. Dortmund defeated Sporting. PSG defeated City 2-0. Liverpool beat Porto 5-1. Club Brugge, that's how I'm going to say. Club Brugge, I've been learning off Vincent Sauce. So I know how to pronounce, pronounce it now. So it's Club <laughs> Brugge 2-1. Not butchering it like me with the UFC name. Yeah. <laughs> Atalanta beat Young Boys 1-0. Zenit beat Malmo 4-0. Uh, Wolfsburg and Sevilla drew 1-1. Bayern smacked Dinamo Kiev 5-0. Salzburg beat Lille 2-1. Juventus beat Chelsea 1-0. Benfica spanked Barca 3-0. And United with a 96th-minute winner by Ronaldo beat Villarreal 2 And if anyone remembers last week when we uh, did the games on the Wednesday, the obviously uh, Benfica and uh, Barcelona game was on the Thursday. Uh, and I did say... I would be looking at that game, and there there will be an upset. Uh, and the I think the bookies had Benfica as outsiders, so uh, there's a little cheeky one for for the the punters that may have been aware. But it was it was a good bet. It was a good bet, Benfica. Uh, they they Barcelona are a rebuilding side. I've watched them a few times this season. Caught them on uh, being uh, a couple of times, and plus uh, now that I've got the the hookup on the app, the Fox, they'll go up. You can watch the games on uh, on demand. So I've, I've watched some Barcelona games just to see how the young guys are developing. And, and look, they're, they're, they keep the ball well, but they don't – they struggle in attack uh, like any young side, just uh, linking up in the final third. So, uh, yeah, Benfica outclassed them in that one. Uh, and, you look, I, 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 I reckon Barcelona might not make it out of the, the group stages. Yeah, I'll be honest Very with cool. you. Very cool. Um how good did Barnes play, says Bozton. Is this in the Leicester game? Barnes plays for Leicester, doesn't he? Yeah, he does, I think. Uh, Harvey Barnes? He's a bit of a loose loose cannon. Harvey Barnes? I don't know. I didn't catch that game. Can't answer that one for you. All right, let's move on, Source. F1s. Race back this week. It's going to be interesting off the grid. Very interesting off the grid coming up. Uh, it is Turkey. Um, the Turkish Grand Prix on Sunday. Well, technically Monday now, because with daylight savings, every race starts at about midnight here. I think we might have a few drop-offs, <laughs> just a few drop-offs, or we might get them on for probably half an hour. But uh, 
I don't know. Uh, I, I can I can guarantee. I'm not going to speak for source, but I can guarantee I will be in it all the way through. So we'll see what happens there. It's going to be tough, Tom. It's going to be tough, but we'll, we'll see what right, we can do. Right we'll see. Solo. So if anyone wants we... to join, uh, you can ask me <laughs> as many questions as you like, and it could just be a uh, therapy session. I'll just tell you anything. Therapy you session. Source could, could wake up the next morning and go to upload a video on our YouTube channel and it may not even exist. It might be gone. So after I get censored and I share a certain uh, website about 50 times in the comments. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Got any hot takes on the race, Don? Uh, no, I threw shit at the wall two weeks ago and nothing stuck. Um, in, in all honesty, I genuinely think that this would be a good race and Hamilton and Verstappen, it really comes down to this. We've literally got one, two, three, four, four, sorry, five, six, seven, eight races left. So if they want to do some damage, it's time to do that damage. Um, so stay tuned. It is heating up eight races left. So everything's on the line now. Global says, tell me you boys seen the stack in Moto3. No, I did not know how nobody was killed bloody hell must have been pretty bad shit hopefully everyone walked away from that all right global that's for sure but stay tuned off the grid this week sunday midnight monday morning that's what it's turned into monday morning races all right sauce let's move over to the best time of the year Honestly, the best time of the year, and that is NBA preseason, because we know absolutely everything that happens in preseason is exactly what's going to happen in the regular season. Uh, it's just a precursor. Uh, all these guys that won't get one minute in the regular season dominate, and um, looks like they're going to win the MVP in the regular season. <laughs> so uh, they get to the, the big leagues and they play five minutes a game. Let's be honest. So we just want to no, touch they might on play it. Fifteen There's, minutes. Yeah, we'll just touch on it. There's been a few good performances and some guys taken extremely serious, like Dame Lillard and Ja Morant today, <laughs> which is all right. It's it's good to see some teams like the new lineup down at um uh, at the Bulls look exciting. Bulls, yeah. They look exciting. It does heard, look exciting. Just a shout out to to Cage, maybe a call out to Cage. He reckons that the Bulls will be absolutely nothing. They do play in the East. I don't know who their competition is. They'll make playoffs. So oh, yeah, they can definitely make the playoffs. Why not? Playoffs. Uh, maybe they just play a bit better defense. Maybe they can get their defense under wraps. Um, yeah, Josh Giddy yeah, played like... well for Oki, which is good. Okay, see. No, I'll tell you what, and uh, Houston's got a nice little uh, call going on down there with uh, Kevin Porter Jr. and um, Jalen yeah. Green. Kenya Martin Jr. Christian Wood. Is Christian Wood still down there? Yeah, Christian Wood. Dante Yeah, Exum. he's good. Got Dante Exum. Coming off Mate. the bench. Unbelievable. Looking all right. Yeah. So we don't really want to touch yeah. on that stuff too much. Like, don't want to touch on it too up. much. Because, look, and just, just be careful because, you know, there is a bit of hype around it. It, it does happen this time, especially yeah. with the new rookies dropping. So, um, yeah, just just be mindful. Don't 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 get caught uh, buying at the top here, which is what happens. Uh, people trying to flog off their their cards. Uh, Definitely, these uh, but there is a few things that have come out. Oh, I've got some video playing on the NBA website here. It's doing my head in. Two seconds. Fire up. 
James Backhouse says, what am I listening to? Is it probably the music that came through my headphones? I'm not sure. Uh, no idea. Uh, do you think Simmons not showing up to Philly hurts his trade value, ultimately his car values? Well, his car values are pretty much cooked. Everyone reckons he's, he's done. Uh, I'm, I'm still trying to stick, stick true to my boy, Ben. Uh, as much as Sauce, he's just ridden him off. We try to take different stances on him and, I'm trying to stick true to him, but it's people know my increasingly stance. People know my difficult. stance. It's, it's increasingly yeah. difficult to back someone that is carrying on like an absolute Lamont at the moment. So yeah, I don't know. One of these, mate. One of these bad boys. Lamont. You you know, like he's he's a hot take for you, Adam. Like I'll, I can throw at the wall. Um, but just imagine he gets traded, Sauce. And he actually learns how to shoot, and he can actually become a scorer. Like he, he not like a three point shooter, but he actually gets a, a mid range jump shot. Just imagine that, and Philly go and, and Philly turn around and go, "Where the hell's this been?" And he actually helps another team as an instrumental piece. But too bad all the teams that are involved are crap because they're like Cleveland, Indiana. Like he's pretty much at least you'd have no player. issues jacking up those shots. Shots, yeah, but he's pissed in, the, in those uh, franchises. He's played for money. He could have been anything. So, so I don't know. Oh, well. No idea. No idea. A uh, couple things though. Pau Gasol number retirement, which is awesome news down yeah. there at Staples Center. Good stuff. I've seen that. I've seen that. A few people, uh, you know, always, always a few people just uh, like dejecting uh, what's happened. Gasol, but he he was he was vital in the in the championship runs. Um, Kobe admittedly said that you know he was he was hard on Pau Gasol, but it was because he wanted to win. And um, during those those championships, those those years, like he stepped up to the plate. I watched a lot of Lakers back in those those back to back championships where where Pau was massive, huge uh, in helping. The Lakers get the job done. The other thing, uh, all the GMs in the uh, NBA came together and they said that the breakout star for this season uh, is none other, look at his grin, than Saucy's boy himself, Jaron Jackson Jr. from the Manifest Grizzlies. So he's uh, up and about. Not going to lie, I've uh, listed a bit of my Jaron Jackson on uh, eBay and some of it has been selling, so... You know, have been moving a few down. few of the Jaron Jackson pieces. I've got some nice ones that aren't going anywhere, and I'll stick with those. Um, but did have quite a lot of it, so just uh, good time. Happy for that announcement because uh, I mean, people must have noticed because I saw a few of his cards, which is nice. Hey, well, if you if you play horrendous, they'll be worth absolutely nothing. But oh yeah, I reckon he's a good player. I hope he does have a, a breakout season because not for anything. He's just gonna stay. He can stay free from player. injuries. I mean, you know, they they did well last season, so they can just improve on that. Uh, yeah, they're in the West as well. Yeah, it's tough, tough side. Not a good team. Definitely, is, definitely is. All right, Sauce. So that's pretty much it for NBA. We'll cover anything else that comes up in the next few weeks leading up to the season. It starts on the 18th of October, I think. Here, so it's coming quickly. A couple of weeks. All right, Sauce. So UFC. Upcoming card. UFC. Uh, I have it right here. We had the fight night, Santos versus Walker. Uh, we had the lightweight 
division, Alexander Hernandez defeated Mike Breeden uh, with KO in the first round. Middleweight division, you had Yotko against Misha Chukunov. Uh, third round decision got that uh, finish, Yotko. I'm not going to have a chance, have a crack at saying his first name. I'll tell you what, it's that stumped me as soon as I looked at it. Uh, then you had the welterweight division. You had uh, Alex Oliveira defeated by Nico Price, uh, third round decision. Kevin Holland and Kyle Dalkus, uh, they clashed heads. Bit of a, a weird fight ended in a draw. They're going to have a rematch because uh, they clashed heads and then Kevin Holland got concussed, couldn't continue. And then in the light heavyweight, the main event, Thiago Santos defeated Johnny Walker. The fight was very even. Um, I thought it could have went either way, but the, the judges edged it towards uh, Thiago Santos. That's a good comeback win for him. Um, there were some fights, uh, points at these fights where both guys were rocked, but they, they fought back well. Uh, it was a very even fight, in my opinion. Uh, and then this week, there is another fight week on uh on sunday 7 a.m the main card kicks off and if you're really keen as beans the prelim card kicks off at 4 a.m uh so it's uh fight night dern versus rodriguez the women's strawweight is the main event uh then you've got the welterweight co-main event randy brown versus jaron gooden flyweight tim elliott versus matu nikolai and then women flyweight Sabina Mazo against Maria Agapov and middleweight Phil Horse against Darren Wynn this weekend. Tune in. Uh, I did read an article. I don't I just know just on the on the on the point and emphasis of uh, MMA and going through this. I did read an article on uh, yeah, MMAfighting.com uh, about a, a fighter in bare knuckle FC uh, actually dying from bare knuckles so i mean and then they asked dana white on 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 why you know what do you think oh, about it? and he's like is go. anyone shocked you know he actually said is anyone shocked well would, that- would you be no well i mean it's a fair answer i read it, it was just it, it was a weird article and I've, I've watched that bare knuckle uh fc uh it's crazy shit like you you got to be on some to to jump in the ring there um bloody page yeah. van zant went there bloody yeah, they're nuts. That's nuts. Mate, that's crazy. They're just insane, some people, aren't they? Like, far out. All right, fair enough. Nice. All, the, all nice. for the entertainment. Yeah, all for that entertainment and that dollar. Fuck. Should we call it uh, the Le Mans Fighting Championship, mate? That's what it should be called, doing shit like that. Like, uh, just sent us a link to the stack. All right. Am I allowed to? Am I allowed to bring it up? Like, who who knows what you can do anymore? Like, I'm probably just going to get thrown off. I don't think we can probably show it. Probably not the best thing to do. Oh, fuck, I'm going to show it. But get, but have a watch. Have a watch. And see. <laughs> you know me. I'm going to show it. I'm an idiot. Always do dumb shit. I can't. Global. I can't even. <laughs> I can't even open the link for some reason. Oh no! Your global's hacked your phone now, mate. You, you're done. <laughs> oh, hopefully, like it doesn't even let let me click on it. Oh, this is just yeah. This fuck. is I, I've got to watch it after. I've got to watch it. After. All right, what's up, next, Doma, what's up next, Domo? What's up? NFL, what NFL, NFL. To? Let's go. Week four. Jags lost the Bengals twenty four twenty one. Lost nineteen straight games. The Jags they stink. Uh, the Jets got their first win against the Titans. Um, it's their first win following a shutout since week nine in 2010. Uh, the Chiefs back on the winners released 42 to 30. 
Mahomes' fourth QB in Super Bowl era with three-plus TDs in each of his first four games of the season. Anyway, they're, they're finished anyway, the Chiefs, according to people. So that's I laugh at that. You keep telling yourself they're finished. Uh, Panthers lost their first game to the Cowboys. Dallas at 10-3 versus Carolina all-time in the regular season. Uh, good start for Dallas. They're 3-1. and one. The Giants beat the Saints 27-21. Saquon Barkley had the game-winning six-yard rush TD in OT. Uh, it's good to see him making Both a big impact. New York on teams the on, the, on the win, str- on yeah, win no, unbelievable. list. Doma, unbelievable. That's Browns, 14-7. Beat your boy, Kirk Cousins. Uh, Cleveland three. What's the end of that game? Kirky Cousins time. had a chance, had a chance to you know lead it back and uh, threw an interception. Uh, Disappointing. Can, can I, can, I just need to put put something out there. I'd, I might bring this up if we catch up with Cooper on the weekend for a, an episode. Yeah, and I don't because I know how high he is on the Browns, and I want to razz him a bit and get him cheat up. But in all honesty, is Baker Mayfield any good? Because I look at the box score, and I know the box score doesn't tell everything, but sometimes it does with the quarterback. When I see literally weeks on end, like Baker Mayfield, no touchdowns, no interception, it just tells me that all he's doing is they're just running the football. Their run game is like, I think it's like top five in the league. He's not even having to do anything. Unbelievable. He's not even having to do it. Kareem anything. Hunt is such a good running back. He's, he's well, so good they to watch. Him up for nothing as well. He's unbelievable. And they've got guys like Garrett as well. He's a freak. Miles Garrett. Man, he doesn't even do anything. And then if you, like, it could be, if, if they did win the Super Bowl. I mean, Bowl, Joe Flacco won a, 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 a Super Bowl. Yeah, but he threw the ball. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he threw. He threw. He throws it a few times, but like obviously he doesn't, you know, air it out a lot. But I know but but that's their game plan. That's what they got to do. They just got to play within. Like they don't need fair to enough. do your that. Game, he wins your games. There you go, yeah. Maddie. He's all over it. Maddie's out. He's all over the NFL. Star started D and RBs. He just. He's just a time manager. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. That's what I thought. All right, uh, moving on. Bears defeated the Lions. Um, Chicago 6-1 versus Detroit in the Matt Nagy era. Uh, Bills shut out the Texans 40 to nothing. Second largest shutout victory in the franchise's history. Um, Colts beat the Dolphins 27-17. Carson Wentz's first win as a starter since week 8, 2020. Uh, Washington football team defeated the Falcons 24-30. Seahawks beat the 49ers 28-21. Russell Wilson joined... Hall of Famer Payne Manning as the only QBs with 100-plus wins in their first 10 seasons. And this guy hasn't even got an MVP vote. Anyway, uh, Cardinals beat the Rams in the Kyler Murray show. 30-plus uh, points, 400-plus yards in each game this season for Arizona. Uh, that is pretty big, if you ask me. Uh, they're four and zip. Kyler Murray and the team. Cardinals looking good, Doma. They are looking good. Uh, Bookies had him at $7 to win that division. And I'm looking at him right now going, yeah, that was probably not a bad take. Um, they've definitely got a chance in winning that division. Like, yeah, it's a stacked division. But um, the way they've the come out and uh, play is uh, unbelievable. And Kyler Murray's been on another level, which, which is brilliant to see. Uh, brilliant to see and exciting for Kyler Murray, uh, you know, buyers and collectors, investors, if you want to say. 
I'm um, gonna tell you right now. I reckon I've picked them to win the. My boy Lamar getting the dub over the Broncos. Thank you very much. I oh, know I didn't. I put them third. What am I doing? Oh yeah, because I was high on 49ers. You know, Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy G. But now you're calling that Jimmy G's done. You're calling him for the other bloke. What's his name? Fields. Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Fields is at uh, Chicago. Chicago. Uh, yeah. Trey isn't Lance. that um? What's his name? Jags coach lost the room. Isn't that um the college coach? Oh, Urban Meyer. He already lost the room. Yeah, well, fuck, you should get Tebow back. might help them. <laughs> oh, they're just so bad. Tebow, bring him back again. There'll be his fourth comeback or something. He's a dud. All right, moving on. Uh, Source's favorite team in Pittsburgh, the Steelers, <laughs> lost to the Green Bay Packers 27-17. Uh, I'm telling you now, they're the bye. I don't know how they won their first <laughs> week one game, but they're the bye. Uh, Broncos got smashed against the Ravens 23-7. to First regular season road win in Denver since week three, 2001 for Baltimore. Uh, the Buccaneers beat the Patriots in Tommy's homecoming um, to New England. And then we had the Raiders losing to the Chargers. And Herbert became the first QB since 1950 to reach 500-plus completions before his 20th start. Like, the guy's a freak. He's just so good. It's uh, it's scary. Um this week's game source, Rams at Seahawks, which is going to be a ripper. That is the Friday game here, so Thursday night football. Uh, Jets at Falcons, Lions at Vikings, Saints at Washington, Patriots at Texans, Dolphins at Buccaneers. Like, my boys can't catch a break. They're going to get slapped. Going to slap. Uh, Packers at Bengals. Uh, go Bengals in this one. I genuinely reckon go Bengals. I'm, I'm actually high on the Bengals. Joey B, I'm telling Their you. Their defense is good. Their defense is actually pretty good. And Joey Burrow is a great uh, quarterback. He's very competent, and he is your boy. Uh, Broncos at Steelers, Eagles at Panthers, Titans at Jags, Browns at Chargers, which will be a ripper. Uh, where am I? I've lost my track. Browns at Chargers. Bears at Raiders. San Francisco at Cardinals. Uh, divisional game there. Giants at Cowboys, another divisional game. Uh, Bills at Chiefs. Bang, some cracking matchups. And then Donald. the Ripper, Monday Night Football, Colts at Ravens. <laughs> we're going to, uh, honestly, don't, we're not, we're not, I don't think we'll get slapped, but we won't <laughs> win this game. We no. won't get slapped, but I think we won't It'll win this game. But I'll tell you what, Bills, Chiefs, good, good time, obviously, on Monday morning. you got 49ers, Cardinals. you got Giants, Cowboys. That's well, that's not the best matchup, but uh, Browns, Chargers. So a couple of good matchups and not bad times. Not bad time slots for us uh, at 7.25. I mean, last week I was a bit crazy because I went to bed early. So I actually woke up, happened to wake up uh, to, to, to get a glass of water around about 3.40 and I realized, oh, uh, the games are on in 20 minutes. I'll just stay up. So I just stayed up. Sat You're on the a nutcase. You're actually and, a uh, Watch the games from 4 a.m. And then rolled that into 7 a.m. Then I went and did a, did a bit of work from 9 till uh, till midday and, and, and whatever. And then uh, came back. <laughs> and then you went back to bed. You're a lunatic. Uh, did not go back to bed, mate. Just uh, stuck it out, mate. Just yeah, no, you, the stick it out. you do stick it out. Uh, all right, so that's that's it for uh, NFL Week 5. Lemon of the Week. Let's get into it. Show us some lemons in the chat. Saucy. Yeah, get the lemons you this out. Week. It's all you this week. Yeah, look, Tom, uh, um, we, we, we were going to, you know, we we're going to 
give it to to, to Lando because he did deserve it from uh, his his previous blunder uh, and not listening to his team. But out now. yeah, we, we've decided against it. Look, we won't we won't do him like that. Uh, he'll learn. Uh, he'll come back stronger. He will listen to his teams next time. But um, you know, scrolling through the socials, uh, you never like to see this sort of stuff. And um, you know, the last few times, obviously, I've seen this sort of thing. It's been um, it's been something coming out of America or whatever. But when it when it's, it's something at your back doorstep, uh, you know, just uh, in Werribee, uh, I can't can't remember the name of the store, but um, you know, broken in and they they've stolen like nearly ten thousand dollars worth of uh, product, Pokemon cards and 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 the like. You know, you. That sort of stuff, it's just it's not warranted, uh, any sort of theft like that. But, you know, it's pretty shit that they're targeting now, you know, seeing it as a, as a money opportunity that at the end of the day, they're still in booster boxes. They're stealing, even if they're stealing cards, yeah, graded cards, you might have an issue. But, you know, uh, if they're savvy enough and they know that they can crack that out of the slab and, and then just sell it raw and at the end of the day, if it's still $200 cards, $200 you just stole and, and not not for anything, like still sell it, right? Um, so that's their motive here is to obviously make a quick buck and it's, it's shit to see. Um, so, you know, unfortunate, um, uh, you can look it up where it be, where it be, you know, collectible store broken into or something, oh, Google that and you, you'll be able to find the, the article. Uh, it's been on the news and everything. So I'm sure people have seen it, but that's, that's, it's a grub act, Doma, and that person is getting the lemon. Of the week, uh, we will get his. Uh, we'll make the image Stranger Collectibles. Stranger Collectibles. That's it. I think it's out in Werribee. Um, and we'll put the lemon over this bloke. Uh, they've got it. Well, that he, he's covered himself up really well. Uh, he knew what he was doing. He definitely knew what he was doing. Um, you know, the shops you think- put reinforced steel bars up now, and you know it's, it's unfortunate, but that's the lengths that you have to go to. To protect the yeah, uh, collectibles, um, so that's sad. Shouldn't yeah, have to do shit. that. It's just ridiculous. Um, it makes you worry sometimes. Obviously, we've had um, cherries being broken into. EJ collectibles has been broken into as well. A few other pla- like you yeah. start to think are these are these things like connected. You start to worry a bit because someone that's breaking into a store like that definitely knows the value of trading cards. Yes, the goal is. for sure. They're not, they're not stupid people. They're not just breaking in for the sake of breaking in and taking cards. They know what they're doing. So wish them all the best at uh, Stranger Collectibles and um, hopefully they're doing all right down there and they catch the uh, lemon that freaking they broke into their store. He's a, he's a piece of shit. That's pretty much the best way outside of a lemon to describe him. Piece of shit of a human. So, all right, let's move on. Hobby Talk Sauce, brought to you by good friends, Carl So, Imagine everything you love about the hobby in the palm of your hand. An entire store at your fingertips. Everything you need to know about cards is within your grasp. Unlock the secrets of the hobby. Plus, so much more. You don't have to imagine anymore. It's here. Card Ladder. Get the app today. All right. We're back. So my hobby talk. Which is good. Um, Hobby talk. All right. We're going to start with the Fanatics update. 
I know people caught this. Mike Rubin, the CEO of Fanatics, was on uh, CNBC, and he said some pretty interesting things that got glossed over. I know Trove, Findra Trove, covered it. So, um, formerly yeah, some people as, talked uh, about it. A few people talked Cap about J it. Cap J cards. So, which was good. A few people did talk about it, but people didn't really, really talk about it, which I was surprised. Not like when. Um, it got announced that they were buying all these things. People were just going bananas or losing the plot. So you said a few interesting things. I, I watched the video. I summarized it. So the gist of it all is they want to centralize the hobby. That's the gist of it. Um, they want to be the all-encompassing being of the hobby. They want to control everything. So Ruben pretty much wants to, as he said here, direct to consumer. He wants to provide that. He wants to provide distribution. He wants to provide breaking. He wants to provide insurance on cards, a marketplace to buy and sell cards, a vault, and he wants to provide grading for the cards. He wants it to be a one-stop shop for trading cards, fanatics. So be that as a may source, just want to get your take and we can give each other's takes just quickly on this. Um, people, I, I saw a few people saying, oh, LCS is a finished. I disagree with that. I think the most heavily hit people out of all of this would be distribution companies. Um, if Fanatics want to take control of, off of that, it's obviously going to be a major, major hit to those distribution companies because it's going to leave them with unlicensed product for basketball, football, and baseball. That's what they're going to be distributing to LCSs, pretty much. They'll get access to all the other stuff as well, entertainment cards, soccer cards, all that, which is good. But the big three, they're going to take a massive hit on that. As simple as that. Yeah, they for sure. will only be providing unlicensed product. So I think they cop it the most. And I also think that grading companies will cop it. In some sense, I don't know to what degree. I I genuinely think in the next five years, if BGS does nothing, I think company like HGA might surpass them, and them and PSA will be the two that will run the show. But it would not surprise me if one of the big companies gets bought out. I understand that people keep saying to me, "Yeah, but Fanatics have a grading department." That's fine. That's all well and true. Or they can just go out and buy a BGS or a PSA and use the $18 million that they're worth and pump money into them and make them better than anything in their wildest dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Look, Dom, I'm not surprised that he said these things because, you know, if we go back to our, you know, IG Live that we did, uh, when the initial news broke, which is generally how we do these, we'll jump on an IG live and, and talk about it. We just didn't on this occasion. So we thought we'll bring it up in hobby talk. Why not? Um, we mentioned this, we mentioned this, we're like, they've got the power to actually do everything. You know, people saying they're going to buy Panini. They're going to buy tops. They're gonna... They don't have to. You never know. They might buy them just to get the licenses so they can keep producing national treasures or um, certain cards and, 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 and sets by the rights to it. Yeah. But 
genuinely think they could just do everything. And then this sort of sounds that way. Um, and, you know, your theory, your theory why LCSs won't be done is because, um, you know, they'll do something like, you know, they'll be, you they'll sort of be eating up the, the portion of profits that distribution used to take up before it got to the LCSs. So they'll make more money anyway, um, going direct to LCSs. Um, and then they can even do things like, um, you know, getting LCSs that do their breaks through YouTube or whatever and having things like uh, this break is sponsored by Fanatics. You know, they supplied us with all the, the stock direct from them. And, you know, that's more promotion for their company and more, you know, you mentioned this to me, Domo. I'm like, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, it so, be, you know, honestly, we just, it could be that. It could be like they say the agreement is like for us to distribute to you, you've got to take on X amount. And whatever you break out of these X amount of boxes, we get a cut of 5% or 2%. Even if it's 2%, you just think they do that for over 100 breakers and they, they do, I don't know, 10,000, 20,000 breaks across X amount of breakers, like, mate, and they're earning 2%. They'll be making hundreds of thousands of dollars just for doing nothing. For providing right, so then they're going to supply a marketplace. Yep, which then they'll take fees as well, which so everything that they sell to you, when you go to sell it back to someone else, they'll make continual fees for the rest of their existence. I'm telling you what, if it works out the way it is, for example, they were worth 18 billion, just say tomorrow they're worth 18 billion in 2026. All right? And we start production there with cards, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I'm telling you right now, the evaluation of the company will not be $18 billion, mate, in 2027. If they if they start, like, literally, if they launch and they've got all of this stuff in place, it's game over, mate. They'll just be taking fees for everything. What's to stop them from actually creating the marketplace prior and actually getting people to start using it and get familiar with it? That's their plan. Like, why exactly can't they have the marketplace up and running in 12 months? From now, I don't see why not. So, like, I mean, the way that they're going to put these plans in, you know, it's not something that they're going to wait five years to drop it on you. Like, so some of this stuff can ha start happening now. I think it will um, because then they'll just start incentivizing people in terms of like they may not even say anything, but it might be like if you're an early adopter on their thing, they might come out one day in, in 18 months after they launch and say, Oh, we're launching in two years or a year and a half. And if you're an early adopter of the Fanatics Marketplace platform, then you get X. You know what I mean? It's like we upgrade you to the pro version automatically. You might have data you know. tracking or whatever they're uh, doing. Exactly. You, you do don't that. know. You don't know. Like, yeah. They got the, they literally have the war chest to do whatever they want. They really do, Dom, man. This is, this is why we was like, you know, uh, we sort of, when the initial news came out we're like oh this is this is interesting you know they really got the money backing to make it all i mean you know look no further than like i mean i don't want to i don't want to throw i'm not throwing shade but you know someone like golden that got the funding and then they've been saying they're working on a, a new platform um i mean they still haven't released their new platform you know it's it's fallen behind uh, i I generally don't understand when you when you get all that money. Well, why it's taking so long? Look, I, I don't know the technical size for it, but um, you you'd think when you you've got all that funding, you can you know make it happen. 
Um, so, you know, if they get these things right and then are able to do some of that stuff, um, and then even to the point where they might even start doing higher end uh, stuff because they do KYC, maybe they have a KYC system where they they employ this system that allows you to bid on high end cards and everything. So, like, I mean, they're gonna go, they're gonna go after every piece of the pie. Hundred uh, percent, they will. Oh, uh, that's that's what we that's what we that's sort of what we gained from that CNBC uh, interview. Uh, and what's really stood out, stood out to me is they're really going to push for it all. Um, pretty interesting, uh, if you ask me. It's expected, but so anyone that thought that they're not going to do it, just just think about what billion means. Billion, you know, like billion is thousand million. Like that's a lot of money. Like I don't know. Anyone that doubted it, don't doubt it because, man, they're going to come with, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. And the, the whole thing that everyone's always said as well, this is the last thing on it, is everyone's always said, oh, there's no centralized person in this hobby. There's no centralized person in this hobby. No one is the watchdog in terms of like setting prices and doing this and doing that and blah, blah, blah. Fanatics are going to become that. You know, and it's, People be like, yeah, I understand, but you know, um, there's still all other grading companies, and there's other like there's Panini and this, but it's not going to matter. They're the centralized main figure in the hobby, and everyone goes to them for everything. That's the way it works. It's just you just hope that they do a good job. Well, that's what we hope. They've got the funds to definitely fix any issues if they do arise. I can tell you that much. So. Anyway, yeah. time will tell, and we'll see what happens. Let's see. That. Let's All right, see. All right, so a couple things. Bring this up here. I'll get rid of some of this. This. Let's bring this up. I think we'll start with this one first. Good friends at Cherry. They put out a few tweets, and I thought we'd talk about it. Oh, did I press stop cam there? Almost did. Bring them up. Let's have a look here. Oh, Grayson and the crew down there. Charlie. Uh the first one, there's a couple. So the first one, and this is good because it's different opinions in the hobby and we can disagree and agree with things and that's fair enough. And this is what the hobby is all about. It's all about discussion. We're not calling people out here. We're not bagging them. You can have a healthy discussion these days and disagreement with someone. There's no right source without – well, you can't. But You can't. Let's we honest, can right? on this show. So, all right? There's no political correctness on this show. All right. Cherry Collectible said – said or they tweeted did you send in bowl bowls or tyler heroes there's great value in grading cards but the backlog at psa bgs et al which is everyone else was caused by people sending cards they probably don't need to grade because of this some cards will dip for now just hodl till grading opens up thoughts on that now i'd be i'd be sending as many tyler heroes as possible after he just went blazing in that game so in the preseason <laughs> I think it'll be a lot better, but anyway. Yeah, not. I, I don't. I don't. What What are we hodling, Dommer? That's That's the thing, you know. Because hodl. If anyone doesn't know what hodl is, it's like a, a term used uh, in, in crypto circles to like hold oh. your bags of whatever you got. So oh. he's talking. Obviously, he's talking about cards. Uh, I don't know if he's yeah. talking about Bob Ball and Tyler Harrow. Um, but uh, you know, guys what, like that that you think. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand, um, but. Like some of them, I don't, I wouldn't be holding. Uh, maybe certain ones I would. 
Um, but some of them where the, while the hype is here right now, um, maybe they might be getting minutes in preseason and I'd be flogging that shit off quicker than you could, um, you know, think. Um, get rid of it. Um, I've made that mistake before. I mean, look, look no further. Like I bought Seku cards and now look at him. He's just getting bounced around the league and, and people thought he had potential. And uh, at some point he's going to end up getting waived. He might end up back in the G League. So, you know, you don't know what can happen to these guys. And if you're not going to, you're not going to collect them long-term or you don't see them as a serious prospect going forward, like get rid of them, um, sell them, <laughs> sell, the, sell those cards. I wouldn't be hodling just to wait for grading to come up to, to bulk grade them all. Joel said, send your heroes now so you can get them back right before his next good game, which will be the next preseason game in the following year. So <laughs> that's, that's a ripper, Joel. I like it. <laughs> The only the only problem I have with this year, like I understand, like, and this is my disagreement on this. Won't we just become the exact same hobby as we were pre the grading company shutdown if everyone's sending all these cards in again? Or is it not? And the other thing too is if we're holding guys like this, is it still going to be worth grading them if PSA opens up a 50 USD? Which is more than likely if they yeah. ever do get to that point. Not getting back to it. Um, so that that's what I'm trying yeah. to say. It's like well, it was like twenty or twenty five USD. 25. Once it, then but it it's like that, that, that's what I'm trying to say. Like that, do we go back to square one again, or is the value in the card going to even be there? That's that's the only thing with that that tweet that I was a bit like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, look, Dom. I remember we we went I on be about telling anyone um, to hodl anything. To be honest, like, yeah. Remember we went on about Kobe's not rookie. adding to the backlog and not letting your card sit back sit in in the backlog because anything could happen to the guy. He might get injured or same as like what happened with the hero. Everyone sent all this stuff in when the bubble, uh, sort of just before that or whatever when the heat went on their run and. Um, then they're getting it all back now once he's had a stinker of a season and, uh, you know, it's worth, you know, one-seventh of the price. So, you know, if we, if you do that now, like think about if you're hodling, well, you're hold, you could potentially be holding through the point where you can sell the most hype of these rookies that you might be wanting to grade. And then, um, you know, if we're talking about rookies, you know, there's other stuff you're going to grade for your PC yeah, and all but- that. There's no time sensitivity on that if you're looking at keeping it. Like, it's a different thing, different ball game. If, but if, you know, he's referencing ball balls and heroes, so I'm thinking he's talking about rookies. Uh, so then I'm going to be like, you know, am, am I am I bulk holding my uh, uh, Cole Anthony's or RJ Hamptons or, you know, Jaden Nawaras or, Whoever else there is out of here, I mean, you got the top guys. You know that they're going to be half decent. There's always going to be hype around Lamelo and yeah. Andrew, uh, yeah. Anthony Edwards, sorry, and and Patrick Williams. In my opinion, they're top three. But outside of that, those other guys, I mean, you're risking a lot. You are risking a lot uh, holding yeah. out outside of those three dudes from the previous draft. The other one was this tweet: People grade cards because they want tens. When they come back six, seven, or eight, they want to get rid of them. But there's a freeze on grading. Grading costs are up. Why can you pick up low? Why can't you pick up low grade Kobe Shaq RCs for sixty to hundred dollars? They're not making any more of them. Funnily enough, all right, I completely agree with this. I agree with this tweet. But funnily enough, the person that I do this podcast with said about eighteen months ago, if you don't want to buy. PSA 9s, why don't you look at PSA 8s? 
potentially even going into PSA 7s. This is before anyone, before grading companies shut down and people were even thinking on this wavelength. I know I did. Picked up this, 8.5. I don't care. It's a Shaq rookie. I'd rather pay what I paid for this than going and paying for an 8.5 for some rookie who's done nothing and he's a dud. Like, he's going to achieve nothing in the league. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Paying, no, no, that, paying. That's the sense That's the sense of it, yeah? Like, people yeah. out here are paying this big money when you can go get these Shaq rookies. I understand there's, you know, there's heaps of those uh, printed, right? There's Junk Wax Era 92. Um, you know, you open a box of that 92 Series 2, which that card's comes out of. There's I think there's four, three to four of those per box in there. Uh, which is, you know, you'd, you'd be lucky if you even find a Lamello in a box these days, right? So it just it doesn't happen the way that they put out the cards these days. Um, but yeah, yeah, it makes perfect perfect sense. And I and I talked about. It. I mean, I I seen today a um, PSA seven uh, tops Kobe rookie finished for about a hundred and three US. I mean, at one point in time, like that as a raw card was going for four hundred US dollars as a raw card, man. Right. Put that on your watch. So you buy the PSA seven for 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 that. Um, and you know we're talking more about the vintage guys. I mean, you could if if you're going into more of the modern stuff, I would stick try be sticking to nines. Um, not too much eights. Maybe eights on possibly numbered cards. You could go down to eights and, and sevens because at the end of the day it is numbered. Um, but you know if you're looking for the more the modern stuff, the variants, maybe the base. I wouldn't stoop lower than than nines. Uh, maybe. 8.5s, but on the vintage stuff, man, like I don't, I, I completely agree about that, man. Like, it's I, elite, man. I, and I've said it, go. and I've said it. Five US, don't even have to go to a bidding war. PSA 8, yeah, yeah, man. 35 bucks, man. I mean, you got to think, like, there's no chance in hell that you're gonna even once they open up their service, their cheapest service, it's not gonna be cheaper than 35 bucks. Any sevens, here you go, 25 bucks for a seven, it's the gold as well. I mean, it costs you 150 bucks to get that graded right now at the cheapest oh, service. Yeah. Well, all right, the centering's a bit fucking. How you going? Yeah, but if yeah, but you can find oh. some eights out there where the centering's really nice. Hey, I tell you what, so, the, the pictures, the pictures, absolutely horrendous. The person has list this. It's absolutely yeah. shit. You know, like I'd be like, I agree with it completely that this tweet, but I'd also be very careful. All right. In terms of, like Saul said, there's some rookies that are just printed to the cows come home. And I wouldn't go as low as a six on those because in the end of the day, you're buying a graded card that is damaged. And there's thousands of them out there. If it's low pop and you go get a six, I completely agree. Uh, and, that, and that applies for all cards because as I've shown before, this bad boy, my Bobby Charlton, that's a PSA 2.5. That card is 60 years old and there's only a pop three. So I can understand going that low when it's a card that's 60 plus years old. I get that. Would I pay for anything from the 90s like in a PSA 6? Probably not. You know, Unless it's low pop and it's super short printed or it's a very rare card, maybe like a beam team or something. I don't, like... I consider it, maybe. Uh, GZDR forever. 
people want to flip these cards while they're still alive for huge profit. We are programmed to value nines and up. In the Olympics, yes, if you win a bronze, you are third best in the world. But society, you only want to interview the person who won gold. I completely agree. And that's why like people coming into the hobby don't actually understand what the hobby is. People that came into this hobby, I'm not going to say all of them because Saucy came in a bit late. Yeah, and he understands. Yeah, he collects stuff for his PC. But the problem is people get just came into this hobby during the hype and they go, it's just a money-making machine. That's it. That's all they cared about was the money. They could not give two shits about who they collected. Like, And I'm telling you, if they are rare cards, like a Shaq rookie and a Kobe rookie and they're modern guys and there is low pop, I'm telling you right now, you, t- you can't go and tell me that a guy like the Michael Jordan rookie card in a PSA 6, 7, 8 didn't go up and hasn't gone up. Like, so it's a cop-out, like that comment is a bit of a cop-out for modern stuff because you're not buying a PSA 6, it's worse shit. Mate, the PSA 9s of rookie base cards are worth nothing, just let alone a 6. So that that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. And and the other thing too is, who the hell's grading a PSA 6 on a modern card? Like, every card is just pack fresh, sleeve top load, and sent, it, sent straight into grading these days. Like, that's the way they do it. Yeah, well, unless you you know some reports are out of there, the the stringent, more stringent grading methodologies down at PSA have have struck, and you know our boy, uh, uh, big boy movement spoke about it, and we've had other people speaking about it, and numerous other people uh, that they, they have uh, made it a bit stringent down there. So you know it is happening a bit more on, on modern cards and things, but um, yeah, I have to agree on the on the more vintage cards. It's, so, it's sometimes you probably just want to buy them too for your PC, like. No, why would you like for eight? This is on bids, but this one up here was like 12 bucks. No, why wouldn't you just go buy that 13 bucks? Yeah, I get it. Like, I mean, if you just want to keep the card, you know, you want to collect all Shaq rookies, maybe you oh, want to get the best ones, big, best few you not, can in hands. You gotta have a look, but Doma, because some of them like sevens and eights. I I usually don't go less than eight, man. I'll be honest with you. But even this as well, yeah. Like I bought this and I sent it to Source before I bought it, and he goes, "You know what? Besides the top and bottom, he goes that centering is pretty good for an eight five." So he said to me, "Yeah." He goes, "So you gotta look at that sort of stuff as well, so So you can be a bit more selective on it." But that's because like I was taught that, and Source taught me all like explained all that stuff to me and whatnot. So I would go through and you look at the cards anyway as if it's your own. Like you got to do all your evaluation on the card before you, you make the purchase. If you just buy it and go, oh, it's a PSA 7. Because people look at it and they go, it's not really a PSA 7. It's got a mark on it. Even that you know it says 7 on the slab and we said it 10 million times, whatever the slab says is what it is, not what you interpret it to be within the slab. You buy it for what it's worth, but it doesn't work that way in the hobby. People go, oh, that's not a seven. That's like a five. That's not a 10. That's an eight. So it should be worth this much. Well, no, it says 10 on the slab. So that's what I'm charging you. Like not even graded BGS certified autos in slab have heaps like Robert Parrish, McHale, Allen, KG. Even that's good. In the end of the day, that's an auto of a player, like a legend on a card. That's a piece of memorabilia. Yeah, there's a few out there. There was for a while there. There was this uh, Magic Johnson card that was getting great. I think it was like his second year card or third year card. And there was one guy, obviously, you know, you know, 
they or they do like signings where you can send them stuff and they'll sign it for X amount per order or whatever it may be. And there was a whole bunch of these authenticated by uh, BGS uh, going around, and I'm spewing that I didn't pick one up. Uh, you, you know, not, not officially licensed product or anything. Yeah, rookie patch. There's Russell Wilson. I'll probably type in the wrong studio, but that's a PS. That's a BGS nine. But you can get stuff like this. Oh, that one's not, not like this. Yeah, and you'd probably be able to pick up some stuff relatively cheap as well. Just yeah, to just go through, man. Like, just go through uh, and have a look, man. Even just type, I've told, I've told people, like, typing PSA 9 basketball, PSA 8 basketball, uh, PSA 8 NFL, or PS, PSA 8, uh, um, whatever you're looking for. Um, it, that's what I just, that's what I do. I agree with that tweet, 100%. Uh, Global says, I've got a serious case of likey meat sweats. I think I'm hallucinating. I love it. Uh, you got to Is that a big serve tonight it. for dinner? Got to love the double coverage fan, mate. They're always in the, in the, in the chat. All right, let's move on. I've got to get this up. Where is he? So you found something very interesting and you sent it to me, Sauls. And there's one person that you can't get get past when you're trying to do a dodgy on a card. All right. And that is the Wax Museum podcast. And that is um, one man that could potentially be the PSA, uh, the PSA, the Panini gatekeeper of cards for Panini, not even being employed by them. All right. So this guy literally goes around, he takes photos, mate, and he catalogs the cards. He's doing literally Panini's job for him. And he goes and tells people like Ken Gold. And you can see that Ken's actually um, commented on here. He said, it's been pulled. Thanks for the heads up. But the best heads up is always to email me at whatever, especially on days that IG is down. Whatever, bro. But besides the point, you know, he's got guys like Ken Golden pulling off stuff from their lots because they're fake. So what it is, heads up, PSA card gave this Trace Kawhi Auto a 10 recently. Always do your research before you buy it. This is in the newest golden auction, so I'm tagging Ken, and he can do what he wants with it. He's done a great job removing altar cards in the past. So obviously, that's the original for those playing along. For people listening, maybe just jump onto the Wax Museum podcast Instagram page and click on the post and have a look. So there you go. There's the streak. It is hollow in between. They've doctored the card here by going over it with a blue marker and coloring it in. That's what the original looks like. Kawhi Leonard. Nice card. Numbered. So that's why we can tell. 99. Jumbo patch as well. And then that's what it looks like altered. Yeah. So they've obviously got a better grade on the uh, the auto. So this is this is what I'm saying, yeah. Like and, and I think that the lesson out of this that Source and I want to point out to people is not the fact that it's a, it's technically a fake. It is a fake card now. Uh, and it's not the, the fact that Ken Golden had to pull it off. It's not the fact that the Wax Museum podcast found this and they had to put it up. The fact of the matter is that it was PSA that graded this card a 10 why aren't we jumping down their throat like we do every other freaking grading company? We treat everyone else in the hobby like crap. 
they do something and it's it's a pass. The other people that we're going to have a crack at is Panini because we've said for so long now, and I'm, I'm not going to put the full blame on PSA. That was just a, a throwaway line that, you know what I mean? Oh, we should be blaming them, blah, blah, blah. All right, because you do that with every other grading company, all right? It's not really PSA's fault, all right? They should probably do a bit more due diligence into the card if they had the resources. This is where it comes back to Panini. And Source said on an earlier podcast, they should be cataloging these numbered cards and autos and patches and putting it in a PDF, putting it into anything, whatever it is, and sending it to the grading companies and saying these are the 199 Kawhi Leonard patch patch autos from National Treasures. This is what they should all should also like. be public information as well. Yeah, 100% it should be. It shouldn't have to be someone going to card shows and other places and taking photos. Like, and then people say, oh, yeah, you know, quality control of PSA. Yeah, well, I'm actually going to kind of stick up for him here because, you know, Panini should be doing this stuff. And people might say, oh, but it's going to take too long. You're right. It takes too long. But now this guy, no one's going to ever buy his card. Man, if Ken Golden's pulling it off his lot, what makes you think Joe Blow down the street's going to go buy it? And if he does, the guy's going to say, I want this much. And the guy's going to go, no, you've doctored the card, mate. They're not gonna, he's going to get away with it. He'll be able to sell it somewhere down the line. No, he'll sell it, but he'll someone will, yeah, he'll sell it, but someone will say, I want less of the value of the card. And he's going to be like, oh, you know what? I've done whatever. I Yeah, we'll sell it. He'll make money out of it. But what I'm trying to say is like... At the end of the day, it comes down to what you said before, and I've said this so many times. Why isn't there teamwork between you know the manufacturers of the cards and the grading companies? Why aren't they working together to... you know? provide a better service for collectors um, that this shit doesn't happen, right? As we said, we've said it so many times, and I'm not going to repeat you about, you know, putting the catalog together or whatever it may be, but it, it just doesn't make sense. Um, and, you know, it's pretty sad that, you you know, it's literally like without the content creators, without the the, the, the hobbyists, without the these people that, you know, care about the hobby in, and its integrity, um like this shit would just get swept under the carpet so many times. And it, it, it does probably does, man. Like there's probably some heaps out there that don't get caught at all. Right. Um, you know, I know he does like, he, he follows the NT, you know, patch autos. And, uh, and he, had, he had another one with Anthony Davis. Uh, yeah. uh, the, the patch had been swapped out. So, you know, these people, they're sharks out there and they're meticulous. But this is where it's, you know, these companies making millions and millions and millions of dollars and they can't take some images of some cards and put together a uh, catalog of, you know, these cards, especially the numbered cards and especially the patch autos, man. Like there's no excuse. Uh, and even the numbered autos, like anything numbered. I understand if it's not numbered, you whack a sticker on it. Like it is what it is, right? The numbered cards, the auto uh, numbered cards, um, like I'm talking auto numbered and auto, uh, you know, patch uh, numbered cards, they they should definitely get catalogued. Like, there's no excuse. It's just common sense. Oh, here it is. I, turn, I took my screen off. I was trying to find that AD as another example. It was right in front of my face. So here's the other one here. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, 
There you go. Uh, Joel said, especially in super expensive products as well. Completely agree. You're paying for the product. You should at least get a price guide, well, a quality guide assuring the cards yeah. in there. And not for anything, people can use that as a checklist, you know? Collectors, they'd be like, oh, I hit this patch. Look how sick this patch is. Or you'd be like, I want to hit this. I want to hit patch 100 out of 199 because it looks the best. Like it gives something else, another dynamic to the hobby. But you Another know. dynamic to the hobby where people want to pay more for filthier patches and you could, exactly. you could see what the whole catalog of all of the NT patches are, or all the flawless or all of the immaculate. I mean, I think they should even be doing it down to like, um, you know, even impeccable, like down all those thick card patch auto on card autos, all that stuff. Pieces of shoes and this and hat and this. And yeah. This, like whatever definitely. it is, just, it should be. Uh, Joel said is how is all of NT not cataloged? It probably is. Panini probably does have it. I don't know. I just don't get it. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, thanks to Wax Museum Pod as well for finding that. Once again, as Saucy said, it comes down to people in the hobby that are, are finding out this stuff, not the people that are grading and taking all your money and producing the product. So figure that one out. All right. Uh, speaking about people getting slammed and they're pretty much fed up, this is just a quick one before we finish on started from the bottom. Now we're here. As of 16th of October, um, Tyler Cole hit, he's done with social media himself. Personally, he's done. I don't know this past your source. Nope. Um, it's all going to be run by his admins um, and colleagues. Uh He's just sick of the neg- negativity on social media surrounding HGA and himself and his employees and his slabs and this and that. So he's pretty much calling it quits on the 16th of October. He said you can try, like, certain people who re- respond to clearly through his personal, but I'm pretty sure he changed his personal to a, uh, a different means of um, contact, I guess. But... I just want to put it out there again. It's not a whole sticking up for anyone, yeah, because this goes for anybody. And I know we're being hard on PSA and this and that, and but that was the old PSA. They've been pretty good, mate, as of late. But companies like HA, which are starting out and actually providing a great service for everyone, like other grading companies are doing during this time that the big ones are shut down. They're actually trying to do something. And not for anything, HGA is the most transparent grading company out there. I don't care what anyone says. They're the most transparent. They've let people look in and, you know, tell me how many times BGS and PSA have done that in the last 18 months during this boom. Not fucking once. They've done nothing. These companies come in, they've been literally put all their chips on the table. They've been so transparent, showing people everything and people are like, oh, they've got bent slabs. All right. They've got bent slabs. PSA had fake slabs. You're going to stop buying PSA now? Like... People have hiccups. It's like business. Not everyone is run flawlessly. And not for any more of their, their stuff is on on display because they're trying to be as transparent as possible with their consumer and their clientele. So Tyler's pretty much saying like the company will be transparent and he was extremely transparent. It's not every day you can go up to a CEO of a company and ask that person questions or email that person or DM that person and that person will get back to you. Yeah. Seriously. So just think about that too. Can you go email Zuckerberg 
will DM Zuckerberg and he's going to get back to you. He couldn't give two shits about you. Bezos. None of these people are going to get back to you. Elon Musk. They don't care. So it's just like, just think about that. He's a guy that was in the hobby. He was a big hobbyist and he decided to create a company because he was in the hobby and he was trying to fill a void for people in the hobby for grading in a way that they deserved through custom slabs and um, software grading and all that stuff. So he's trying to help people and people just want to slander it because it's not PSA. That's fine. That's your, that's your opinion. That's your opinion. You've got no idea, but that's your opinion. So that's what I'm saying. Not, it's not be gentle when people do things the wrong way in this hobby. And we've done it in the past. We call them out because they deserve to be called out, mate. Like companies like only Alt. I'm not letting a company like that. And Source is not letting a company like that. Just get a fucking pass. doesn't work that way. Like I'd love to tell the double coverage fam. Source and I want all your personal details. Please give them to us. You know, like it doesn't work that way. So sometimes people have to be called out, but sometimes it's just like, you're just doing it for the sake of just being a troll and you, you're a dick, mate. Like as simple as that. You're, you're what sauce he's got behind him. You're just a lemon. So lemon. that's just an update on him. He's That's it now. You want to contact him? It's, it's gone. So you can talk to his uh, PAs and stuff, which is sad. You could have had direct line to a CEO of a, a grading company, which are doing great things in this hobby. Anyway, sauce. Any thoughts on that? We'll move on to start it from the bottom now we're here. No, but we're in danger with start it from the bottom now Now we're here, Domar, because there's oh. not much to choose. I want to do a soccer one, and it's it's hard to – I mean, we might have to reach out to, to, to Chris and, and put together yeah. that list that I was hoping to um, and get some more of these vintage guys on there and some more soccer guys because, uh, I mean, it's 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 a great platform, but uh, if you're a, definitely a soccer card collector, uh, I wouldn't say that um, – you know, card ladder is the platform for you because there's very yeah, slim right. pickings we'll, in terms of we'll soccer card. But um, yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one. I want to I wanted to bring up a soccer guy, but it's it's it's. I wanted to, I like doing it on card ladder. I like having the uh, the graphs there, and I like showing the uh, you know over time. Um, but yeah, it's a bit difficult with the the guys. You know, I want to uh, bring up the uh, Harlan Sapphire PSA ten. Um, and then you know compare that to maybe like a uh, some Zidane or um. You know, some more vintage guy. Uh, I don't know what you maybe not Zidane, but um, some uh, of the some of the older stuff is Zlatan, mate. Could have compared. Yeah, to I mean, we pump. can bring. Yeah, we can bring him up, bring up the Zlatan, but you know, you, you that's know, right. Uh, we'll take a rain check on it, and we'll bring it back to the show uh, next week. Uh, we will hit up Chris and stuff, and the team, Christina and Josh. They're they're great people, so they're very easily accessible, and we can discuss. Probably trying to get some more soccer cards on there. Uh, GZD vintage uh, stuff. Man, said, is the value of card based base cards more on how mm-hmm. rare it is or the PSA mm-hmm. number? For instance, if there is a one on one Lamello order, but the corner of the card is torn off, it probably will get a PSA five and under. But again, it's the only card. Could it still sell for a thousand dollars? Yeah, Lamello will. Mate, if it's even if it's got a ding corner versus a hundred cards rated PSA nine, but again there are a hundred cards in circulation. Shit, that's a lot. That was process. No, nah, well, in today's hobby, people value what the slab says more. So no, they pay um, for the they play for the pa- plastic over the card, mate. Yeah, they play for the piece of plastic that's on there. So that? That's See, the bottom line. 
So there you go. There's your there's your and, and, and the brand of plastic too. Yeah. When you say it like uh, that, it sounds pretty funny, doesn't it, Dom? Uh, the brand of plastic. Yeah, I don't That's know what I'm why. calling it. It's a brand of plastic. It is. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's got a piece of paper in it, like. Oh, must actually. Hey, we. Oh my god. Two seconds. My sister just messaged me, Sauce, and she said, "Are we ripping the choice box tonight?" Is she watching? Oh, I, I said we're on live right now. Did you want to go? We can rip it right now. We can, I have it. Literally, it's on hand too, bro. <laughs> Here we go. Right. Optic choice. We'll we might move to Saucy Smoky. And then we'll see if she gets back to me. And oh, then we'll rip exciting. it. This could be massive, mate. This is this. It could be a giant auto in here. Like this is exciting, yeah, mate. The original uh, Ronaldo, mate. Like, that's who we we actually we should we'll comp the original Ronaldo Nazario to Harland. Yeah, choice, choice. Let's see. Come on, I should just keep pinging her till she sees it, mate. Um. So, all right. So, Doma, my uh, saucy smoky this week. Is I spoke a bit about NFTs, right? I spoke a bit about NFTs uh, in previous weeks, and and you know some of the stuff that we've gone into. We've had a full circle. We've had a full circle. We've been on the whole. We go around. We look. There's that many projects. You can get overwhelmed with how much there is to look at, right? Uh, there's been there's an element of cards, you know, research aspect to nfts and and how they and what you buy right um you know you can go in there research the team get involved in the discord suss out their social channels check out their the website and and do a bit of research into into potentially the team there's some teams that are anonymous some teams that are you know show up in a sense that they actually let you know who they are they might have linkedin accounts and everything so socials um but we've had a full circle because we've gone around, we've looked at so many different projects. We've probably bought one NFT that now we're like, well, why did we buy that? It was a waste of money. But you learn, right? Because we've come back full circle and we've landed back where we started originally with NFTs. Oh. And we've spoken about this before. And it's VV Collectibles. Anyone out there who doesn't know oh, what my. VV Collectible is, it goes. is the best NFT that there is. The licenses that they have is unreal. Um, you, you, you go on there. They, they're doing all sorts of stuff, releasing comics, uh, you know, limited comics that you read on your phone that that are minted on the blockchain, uh, 3D animated characters that you can, Spider-Mans that you can get up and bring augmented reality so you can, uh, you know, you could be walking down the street and you can whip up a, a Spider-Man that comes out and does the action. Like, it, it, you know, it's, it's very similar to the augmented reality on like Pokemon Go where you can take photos next to the Pokemon and things, right? It's got more use than a shitload of other NFT projects that we've seen, like way more NFT projects than we've seen. So, look, we've come back full circle. I think VV Collectibles, something, if you're going to get involved in NFTs, just just get involved with VV Collectibles. There are people out there that are that big whales that are collecting the um, sets and everything, and when they're able to sell them on OpenSea, because uh, at the moment it's sort of restricted to their VV app, you can actually get their app, 
and uh, do all this through your app on your phone. Um, it's really easy to, to buy stuff as well. You can fund the gems with your Apple account or Google account. So, yeah, look, if you're interested in that stuff, definitely have a look at that um, for sure. Baby I like it, Source. Guess what? Now, Doma, we've got Guess good news. What? We've got confirmation. It is happening. All right. Share it. I love it. Share the link. Get people in here. Let's do this. Shit. Share the link. Let's get Dommer up on big screen. Let's get Dommer up on big screen. Let, let's let's just put this quickly and just say, get in. It's ripping right now. Mate, even the Volks just put up an image with a marshmallow to DJ, mate. Mate, the Volks rookie card number to eight went for a massive, massive, um, Eleven hundred dollars, number to eight, unbelievable. How's his um? How's his um thing going? He's uh, color blast. Oh man, I mean his color blast is more expensive than that. How how's that for form? Get him in. Let's message him all. Ripping choice on the pod right now. Let's just put it in every group. Let's just chuck it in the groups, Doma. Let's get a few people in. Well, this last rip, and then we're done for tonight. Been a quick one, too. Double coverage, show Bang. number 66, Fanatics update, and PSA, uh, no, yes, Fanatics update. That's the one. And PSA low grades worth buying. The episode name. But uh, if my sister right. is in here, can you please just comment in? on YouTube and just say, what's up? And I'll rip. She said she was going to jump on. So we want to make sure that you're watching. watching. She hot global shared on both these pages. It was her birthday two weeks ago. We're actually going to rip it on the 24th. If she was busy or else we would have just gone birthday rip. And you know what would have happened source? <laughs> if we ripped this. Two weeks ago, I still had her F1 box. So I probably would have just, I would have convinced her to rip that box as well. We will never know now. We will never know. Never but know. I tell you what, there's one bloke over in America who's just buying up every F1 Tops Chrome he can find, get his hands big on. Shout out, mate. The big Dupe Star 3. Dupe Star is breaking F1 flat stick. Oh, Shin, what's going on, mate? I can't, we can't rev this up and then not rip it. Oh, she's in. Okay, she's on. No worries. She, she can't comment, but she's in, she said. Now, oh, it's it's cut. My sister's name is Rosie. It is cut. It's open. So, stiff shit. There's no turning back now. Uh, no one's buying this. There you go, mate. Charles, is it empty? The box is empty. I'm not, uh, I'm not swindling my own sister. I can say that much. Nor am I swindling anyone in this hobby. But just got you just gotta do the old breaking thing. I don't know if the auto's on the back or I don't know. I hope it's not. Because it's freaking bright and Hove Albion logo. Alright. How do I do this? I don't wanna I don't wanna see the cards. I gotta two seconds. You haven't thought this one through. Yeah, don't worry, man. Don't worry. Here we go. I've got my thing. Just gotta try not to give me my Tyson Beck card, my Mookie bets. All right, put this on top. 
Will Peastall. Uh, ben Mee. From Burnley. So just a base. Just base. I'm not sleeping up that shit. Is it a silver? No, not a silver. Is it a silver? Yeah, it's a silver. Ollie Watkins, rookie. Ollie Watkins. Take that. We'll sleeve that silver, off. Take that. Could have the sleeves on hand, ladies and gents. Even though this I'm, is uh, impromptu, we've still got the sleeves. I'm actually nervous. Better to have protection than to not. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, Federico Fernandez, silver. This oh, could be wow. a lemon. This could actually be a lemon box. This could I'm be a massive worried. lemon box. Is this the auto? I hope not. Oh. Oh no! This oh. isn't sound good. From Leicester, the auto. Oh. Is it Jamie Vardy at least? Gareth McCauley. Oh wow! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Fuck! This is why you don't rip uh, high end, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we say this now when we're fucking halfway through the box. <laughs> you idiot! <laughs> oh, this is actually horrendous, Nathan Redmond. Yeah, this, this is, is getting ugly. I'm actually not even going to look at the thing anymore. This is getting ugly. Oh, I'm so sorry. This is horrendous. I'm just going to grab him. I'm not even going to cover him anymore. Oh, this is just... Brighton atmosphere. <laughs> All right. Yeah, put that oh. down. Next. Oh, not even like... Not even a Mares. Not even a De Bruyne. Nothing, bro. We've got this Lemon from Aston Villa. Fuck. Who is and it? Then a Tommy Dore rookie from Man City. He's never going to get a fucking game over Foden. Head in hands at the moment, Dom. Head in hands. <laughs> that's it. That's the cards. Wow. That's, that's... So this is this is the thing, right, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, just realise, like, when these boxes, when these, real. when these EPL choice boxes came out, first came out. They're around about, I think retailers were flogging off for 600, 700, 600, somewhere between there. I think they've dropped down to like 400 a box. But even then, like you're, you're really, I mean, you're guaranteed an auto, which is like the good thing. But Gar- I mean, when you're getting. Guaranteed an auto, when you put shit like that in there, like, fuck. I mean, there's going to have to be some spuds, like, to obviously fill in out of boxes that they uh, produce. At least, at least but... my sister's a good. Good sport about it. She's messaging me, laughing emojis. She reckons it's actually pretty funny. I'm I'm glad she finds it funny because I'm absolutely disgusted. That honestly, that's probably one of that. That's the most expensive box I've ripped, and that is the worst box I've ever ripped. The worst. The worst. Value for money. But on a value on a value for money scale, one to ten, what would you give that? A one. It gets a one. It gets a two. The box is worth twenty bucks, bro. Yeah. It just shows, like, 
you don't even get a card in there that can even compensate fifty to hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Like, oh wow, I've got an Ollie Walken silver. Well, what the fuck's that gonna sell for? He's not dominating like he did last season. Like that Honestly, this is good because we can actually have a discussion. You can sit here and you can watch. Yeah, it was shit, Luke. I'll give you a recap. Yeah, Luke, you missed it. Sorry, mate. But we'll we'll recap it for you. It's unbelievable. We hit Ronaldo. We hit Beckham. (laughs) Lampard. We hit Ben Me. Poor Me. More like it. Oh, shit, shit. We hit a Brighton Atmosphere card. (laughs) This is just shit. We hit a silver Federico Fernandez. Uh, it Luke got is, better. Luke, Luke is like, oh, okay, that's pretty shit. Surely it gets better than that. Yeah, all right. We've got an Ollie Watkins rookie, silver. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. Luke is like, oh, that's getting better. It's getting better. And now I'm going to hit you with the old time Douglas Luis. <laughs> Poop. Tommy Dore, rookie. Poo. Nathan Redman. Poo. And then the auto, the almighty. The, the best almighty, card. The, better than Beckham. Better than Ronaldo. Lukey, if you're saying fuck and you're laughing now, you wait till I show you this, this auto. You're going to be absolutely disgusted. The almighty Gareth McCauley from Leicester. The biggest hit you can possibly get in the box. <laughs> Jeez, would have been nice to got Jamie Vardy. Well, it's not even numbered. It's a head insult to injury. Not even a numbered card source. He's a no- I can read you a bit about uh, old uh, Gareth McCauley before we finish up this podcast. We'll try and finish on a on a high. Uh, Gareth McCauley is a northern. Island defender who began to lay the groundwork for a career in England when he found a place with Lincoln City in 2004. Following a short stop there, McCauley took the next step in his maturation and landed with Leicester City. The Foxes made progress too with his stout play in the back line. It went as far as the championship. So well done, McCauley. Uh, didn't even get in the Premier League. On that note, I'm Dom. The great man source. Keep living, loving, and breathing sport, and do your research before you buy a high end box like that because it was worth 20 bucks. Peace. Peace. Thank you for tuning in. Please don't forget to leave a review on the Apple Podcasting app. Also, follow us on socials Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Talking old spots. Double curve.